good morning and happy Sunday to all of our HOD podcast listeners. We are back here this morning bringing you all another podcast for your listening pleasure. We are looking forward to another great podcast here this morning. We appreciate you guys tuning in uh, for always being supportive and for being some of the greatest podcast supporting listeners out here in these podcast streets. Uh, we are House of Deliverance Ministries having service this morning, this Sunday morning. As you listen, this morning, uh, 10 a.m., House of Deliverance Ministries, which is located at 3039 Thoroughfare Road here in Goldsboro. Um, if you have nothing on your agenda, have no plans for the day, uh, aside from celebrating all of the great mothers out there, uh, bring your mama too. Come on down to House of Deliverance Ministries. Uh, enjoy Jesus with us. It's a great day to celebrate Mother's Day, as well as to celebrate the one who made it possible for us all to be here. Uh, so we hope to see your face in the place this morning, House of Deliverance Ministries. Come on by. Come on by. Stop hiding. Stop running. Come on by. I promise you, you will not leave the same way that you came. So we hope to see you on today. Um, and to all of our mothers, we would like to wish you all a very, very, very happy Mother's Day. Um, for all of the hard work that you do, uh, for the times that you do things that you do not uh, get a thank you for, uh, for the times that you do when nobody else wants to do. We thank you all uh, for being um, what, what many will call the backbone of many of the families. Uh, we thank you all for your love, for your dedication, for your support. Um, and today is your day. So uh, hopefully all of the fathers, husbands, um, are taking care of the, uh, the dinners for this Sunday, um, and making sure that the mamas don't have to worry about sweating, uh, listening to the children holler and scream, uh, so dads and husbands, y'all step on up, we gotta do our part too, uh, we would, uh, love to, uh, show the mothers just how much they mean to us uh, for all that they have done over the years and it does not go unnoticed and trust me to all the mothers listening we all appreciate you for what you do uh, you can never um, under uh, not underestimate but you can never um, downsize uh, the importance of having a mother. I know having a father is important, but um, those mothers, we all know, is uh, it's a little a little different than just um, just saying that you know my mom was there. Uh, we all know that mothers are, are very very important to uh, to the family and to um, to all of us. So. Um, Hopefully, we will see you and your mama at church on today. 
come on in with all of that being said you guys i know you know what time it is it's podcast time so sit back relax kick your feet up for as long as you can we hope you got your church socks on this morning it's time to slide in that kitchen so let's get it and i came to put the devil under my feet Oh, come on. Who came to put the devil under your feet? Uh, I need some tambourines. Uh, come on. Come on. I need some good hand coppers. Uh, come on. You came in. You might as well get up on your feet. Uh, let's make the devil mad. Let's have some church like the old school way. Everybody clap your hands right there.
into my tabernacle, yeah. Cause you're the king. And every day, all day, you're invited to come. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To my sanctuary. jail ceiling and I had to ask myself I said how did I get here and I couldn't blame it on the enemy this time oh Lord oh Lord I had to say this time you knew what you were doing drinking and driving so as I was sitting in that cell I had to say I said I said Lord deliver me cause all I see do is hurt me Hurt me. And I had to get louder, I had to say, Lord, deliver me. Yeah. What I seem to do is keep on making the same mistakes. But God you to deliver me yeah 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 deliver me yeah cause all I seem to do is hide me anybody ever had to pray that Your daughter, come see about your daughter. 
Come see about your son. Come see about your children. We need you to deliver me. Yeah. Yeah, and this is what we cry. We say, oh. Sometimes you got to get in your alone time and say, God, sometimes you got to forget about those who know what you've been going through. You got to forget about those who know your business, you're in and out, and you got to look up heaven and say, oh. going to God and say God I can't make it on my own God I know I put myself in this situation but God I'm ready to come out I'm ready to come out I'm ready to come out and be freed Can I get a witness out there? Yeah. 
I have journeyed these 40 years in the wilderness so that he might humble you and test you to know what was in your heart. Whether or not you would keep his commandments. Lord have mercy. He humbled you by letting you go hungry. Then he gave you manna to eat. Which you and your ancestors had not known. So that you might learn that man does not live by bread alone. But on every word. King James said that proceeded from the mouth of God. Tell somebody these words, God's way or no way. Say it again, God's way or no way. Be seated in the presence of the Lord. There is a context as we pray for the world we particularly pray for Haiti, Haitians, what's going on right now in Haiti. Um, We're praying for their treatment, their inequality, their inequity. Just because they're poor, they're not less. It was the Lord Jesus that looked over the offering of the scribes and the Pharisees and the Lord looked at everybody's offering and there was a lady that gave a widow's might and he said, you gave the most because you gave that that was precious. So we're praying for Haiti and for their plight. And again, I say to you, just because someone is poor doesn't mean they are less. Let's cut across the field and talk about this just so that you would understand every now and then in your spirit, God will leave you homeless. Every so often in your spirit, you will find a void where you will feel empty and homeless in your spirit. That emptiness and that homelessness is called your personal wilderness. Every one of us have gone through a personal feeling of wilderness where we have felt like, God, what are you doing? Now, maybe you don't want to admit it, but I have asked God, what are you doing? I work for you. I serve you. I sing and sweat every week. Where are you? Come on, help me. Where are you? What are you doing? What's next? How can these things be that's happening to me? I thought I was your best child. But every now and then, God will ensure your dependence on him by allowing your spirit to feel a wilderness context. Now, this first praise of today is not for those that feel like everything is together. This praise is for those of you that says, I don't know what is next, but I have ultimate trust in God. I feel like I'm in the wilderness. 
the wilderness is that place that God takes all of our spirits from time to time to ensure that the infection of narcissism and the infection of idolatry and the infection of your way and the infection of this is my house, my car, my stuff. Every now and then, God will let you lose something to show you it was never yours. But it was he that gave you the power and the ability to obtain it. Your wilderness experience comes to bring forth your infection. Pain pushes what's wrong out of you to produce what's right in you. I feel like preaching just for a moment. Tell somebody, don't be afraid of pain. Don't be afraid to hurt. Just don't take hurt with you after it has expired. Don't be afraid to cry. Don't, don't be afraid to cry. Don't try to be tough. It's okay when people ask you how you're doing. It's okay to say, not good right now. Is there anybody that can admit watching me that sometimes I'm not doing good right now? Uh, the other day when the other day when El El Elder Beverly called me, Elder Beverly called me and said there's been a school shooting at Heritage High School. And y'all know when I love you, I don't do well with bad news. I hung up the phone. I couldn't even talk. I said, I don't want to talk right now because you're not talking to the bishop. That's my child. And I just got angry at the devil and I did not understand it until I got in prayer. Now let me admit this to you. When I got in prayer, the Lord told me I missed you. So I used, see you, you, can, you can't, talk about, can't talk about you. I used this to get you back on your knees because I missed you. What if I told you that God is using your trouble because you forgot where he was? God says, I will use your trouble. So here in scripture, he's talking to his children in Israel and he says, he says, this is not Satan's doing. So quick to blame the devil. And when you blame him, you actually give credit and glory to him. You keep calling his name. Look at somebody and type it on the screen. Say, this is not the devil. Your current crisis, your current circumstance, this is not the devil. He specifically said to the children of Israel, I led you through the wilderness. You got to help me, Don. I led you through the wilderness. The Bible says the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord, but the Bible didn't tell you sometimes your steps will be sideways, not forward. The steps of a good man or woman are ordered by the Lord, but the Bible does not say sometimes your steps will be backward. The steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord, but the Bible never told us sometimes you won't be stepping at all. Sometimes God will take you under like he did Jonah. 
Let no one see you. Let no one find you. Let everyone assume you're dead and forgotten. Sometimes God will let you move every way except the direction of your own thinking. And let me help you. If you move your way, you are God. But when you move his way, he is Lord. So he said, I led you. Type on the screen, he led me. He led me. Could your place of pain be God? Could your lack of money be God? Oh, now you're going to tithe. Because people forget to give until they run out. Walking around driving stolen cars, wearing stolen shoes, Lord have mercy. Stolen garments. He says, I led you in the wilderness to acquaint you. Lord, I feel a turn. To acquaint you with the supernatural. God cannot give you a miracle until you need it. So he has to create a circumstance of need and dependence to show you who he is. So every now and then, you should empty yourself of everything that is you to say, God, I need you again right here to prove to me that you are God. I want you to praise God this morning, not for filling you up, but for leaving you empty. I don't know about you, but I, I get a good feeling when I go to the gas station and refill my car. When I refill my car, there's confidence in my mind that I can go as long as the journey takes me. And God said, every now and then, I'll lead you in the wilderness. I'll lead you to emptiness. I'll lead you to drought because I want to show you the supernatural. Are y'all ready for this? He said, all I want you to do is tell me thank you. Look at your neighbor and say, all God wants to hear from you is thank you. You get the glory. You get the honor. You get the credit. He said, but this time in your life, it's going to be my way or no way. Here's the question. Here's the, here's the question. Here's the question. Why do you want to do it your way? Why do you want to do it your way? Nine minutes, y'all. I'm not preaching long anymore. 20 minutes. That's all we get. He, he, he said, why do you want to do it your way? Why do you want to have the life you choose for you? God says, here is the place that you must praise me. Even if I lead you somewhere that is not large, my will is not for you to be large. My will is for you to be perfect. He leads you in the path of righteousness. Your path is righteousness. Not riches. I, I, I know, I know, I know. Riches come with it. But don't seek riches. Seek righteousness. 
Seek wholeness. Seek healing. Seek peace. Said when I lead you, don't be confused if it's smaller than what you thought. Don't be confused if the place I lead you to, no one else is there except you. I will lead you where I want to lead you because I will do for you what only I can. And sometimes I'll put you by yourself so you won't have to share your harvest with anybody else around you. He led them. He led them in the wilderness. And then he says, I caused you to hunger. I caused you to hunger. Now here, what he's really doing is showing us a picture of the future of Jesus. Jesus said, my meat is to do the will of God. And then he says, he that hungers and thirsts after righteousness shall be filled so he said I caused to hunger now the first thing they started doing when they got in the wilderness and they got hungry is they started complaining about where they were let me ask you a question what can God do with you when you don't like where you are and you don't like where you came from but you want both of them You want where he's taking you, but you also want where you came from. They said, we remember slavery. We had cucumbers. We had bojangles. We had biscuits. We had golden corral. Look how low your level is when you lust for your past. I don't know who this is for, but God said your past is too low to go back to. Watch this. The wilderness is where God teaches you to trust him. But the wilderness is not the end. I need you to look at somebody and tell them Canaan is next. Canaan is what you get for believing God. For enduring in the wilderness. But God can't give you Canaan until you settle in your wilderness. I need you to prophesy and say, I'm okay where I am. Tell somebody, I'm not in a rush. And whatever the Lord has for me, I will get it. I want to prophesy to those of you watching and those of you in the sanctuary. Everything the Lord has for you, you will get it. But the Lord says, settle yourself right where I plant you. Point to somebody and say, God's got you. He said, he said, I caused you to hunger. 14 minutes, five more minutes and I'm done. He says, I caused you to hunger. I made you suffer. And I did it for one reason. I did it for one reason. I did it to humble you. This is an hour where the church, bishops, pastors, leaders, musicians, 
churches, deacons, the church in general, the world needs a humbling. God said, I took you that way to humble you because you got the Nebuchadnezzar syndrome. You say, look at what I have done. Look at what I have built. Look at how great my church is. So God said, I sent the pandemic to humble you so that the big preacher can feel what the little preacher feels so that you can see what it's like to preach to 13 people and 15 people and God said I did it to test your passion I want to see if you love me just as much as you're being in the sanctuary as you do when you're watching on the screen I want to see if you preach with the same fire when nobody is in the room I want to see if you really live the scripture where two or three are gathered together there will I be in the midst tell somebody God's not trying to hurt you God's trying to humble you but I got good news for you the Lord resisted the proud and he exalts the humble tell somebody you are about to be exalted he said I just wanted you to get to the place that you admit it not me but this has to be God that does this thing next in my life he said I just wanted you to get to the place where you admit in yourself wanted you to get to the place where you admit if God don't help me I can't get this done he said and when you get to that place I'll put my hand in your business and I'll raise you back up again tell somebody good morning my name is Lazarus God let everything die God let everything dry up everything go crazy and then he himself comes personally to my situation and said Lazarus come forth say your name in the atmosphere Ramsell come forth type your name in the comments God is telling you today come forth I did it to see if you praise me did it to see if you give me glory it ain't the devil that got your wife sick i did it because i'm about to heal her and get the glory out of your life somebody shout glory i'm out of here i'm out of here 18 minutes i got two minutes Tell somebody it's God and it's going to be his way or no way. Now I say this to the body of Christ and I say it apostolically and I say it as a bishop. The hour of the permissive will of God is over. This is not an hour where you can afford to tell God no. If you tell God no right now, be careful, he might remove you from earth. This is not the hour to play with God's will. I believe wholeheartedly that your yes, your prayer. I've had people come up and ask me, 
Why does Beverly go so hard? God put a praise in her because he knew the day that bullets will be flying through her daughter's school. So if God tells you to praise him, praise him. If God tells you to jump, jump. If God tells you to run, run. Because he knows tomorrow while you're still in today. Tell somebody you don't have time to disobey God. He said, you don't have time to tell me no. I understand. I understand we're in grace. But we have abused the privilege of grace. Paul said we shall not continue that grace may abound. Tell somebody, don't abuse your grace. Let me give you two things and then I'm gone. Number one, and I want you to praise God. He said, tell them there is massive blessing." On the other side of their yes. Ah. Tell your neighbor there's a massive blessing. On the other side of your yes. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, Now this is not fancy. This is not anything big. This is not anything deep. Lift your hands and tell God yes. You are a three-letter word away from everything. Tell God, yes. And for those of you that want to get narcissistic and arrogant in your own self and say, what am I telling God yes for? Because he's God. And when you tell him yes, you tell him not my will, but yours be done. Tell somebody there's massive blessing on the up. The other side of your yes. This is the last thing I got to tell you. And then we're going home. I want you to pull your neighbor virtually. Pull on them virtually. And say, hey there neighbor. If you settle in your wilderness without complaining, without trying to rush it, tell them God will purge all of you out of you. Can I tell you what the Lord told me to tell you? He said, tell them to rejoice today because when I put them in the wilderness, I take out the old mindset. When I put them in the wilderness, help me, I take out the old conditioning. When I put them in the wilderness, I teach them that you're not a slave. I teach them that you are king's kid. He said, so I put you in the wilderness to give you a new mind. Would you touch your mind and say, Lord, when I come out of this, I want to think better. Am I talking to somebody for 30 seconds that says, I am a multi-millionaire. Talking to somebody that said, I don't need a husband, I don't need a wife to have I do to have a successful life. Would you look at somebody and say, neighbor, the Lord is changing your mindset. You don't need a crowd to be blessed. All you need is God and 
with the angels and what he told you to do is about to be a massive result can I tell you what you're about to do God said but this yes you're about to open a red sea that's in front of you pull your neighbor one more time and preach to him on the old and say hey y'all ain't preaching say hey neighbor you're coming out of this but you're coming out of it God's way y'all ain't helping me you're coming out of this but you're not coming out of it your way can I tell you victory doesn't always look like you thought it should look sometimes you come into victory but you got a black eye sometimes you come into victory but you got a limp sometimes you come into victory after divorce sometimes you come into victory after bankruptcy sometimes you come into victory after you stayed up all night long but tell somebody just because victory doesn't look like I wanted it to look it doesn't mean I'm not victorious I am victorious right here in the wilderness I am victorious right here in the middle of my situation and I got one more word for you what God has for me what God has for me I can't tell you how happy I am 30 people in church ain't got no mega church but I got the victory ain't got thousands of members but I got the victory I don't have millions of dollars yet but I got the victory tell somebody victory does not look like you think sometimes victory is peace sometimes victory is sanity sometimes victory is cognitive reasoning sometimes victory is by yourself with a peanut butter and jelly and one cable channel but tell somebody I got less stuff but I got more God than I ever had I got to preach I got to preach one more minute high five somebody tell them you got the victory you got the victory y'all go on y'all try to be seen I live in victory y'all go ahead for Instagram my life ain't for the ground my life is for Jesus for God I live ah. tell somebody I have victory let's start a chance that I have victory thank God for the wilderness thank God that he purged me out of me thank God that he got me out of me thank God that I don't cuss you out like I 
learn this from the Bible. Look at somebody and say, God is trying to take you to a different world. Different world says, here's a chance to make it. If we focus on our goals, if you dish it, we can take it. Just remember what you've been told. Tell somebody, say, it's a different world from where you come from. It's a different world. It's a different world from where you come from. It's a different world. It's a different world. Where you come from? Somebody open your mouth and say, It's a different world. From where I come from. Someday, something's lost. 
Come on and praise him like that. How many love the second a little bit more of that? Come on. I'm on my
right, you guys, we made it to the end of another podcast. We hope and pray that you have enjoyed the podcast here this morning. Hope that it has inspired you, encouraged you, and given you that boost that you need to make it through this upcoming week. Um, Again, House of Deliverance Ministries is in service this morning. So if you are free, come on by and enjoy Jesus with us. Um, Definitely continue to keep our podcast prayer list going forward. Continue to keep, um, keep everyone lifted in prayer definitely a praying time so uh, let's just keep one another lifted in prayer Um, we definitely want to um, mention our sister Jackie whose daughter uh, delivered on yesterday Um, we want to definitely keep her and uh, that precious little one in our prayers uh, that God will continue to keep cover and protect them Um, we are grateful that uh, everything went well uh, that God's blood covered and God's blood kept um, through the procedure so we definitely want to add them to our podcast prayer list uh, with all of that being said you guys we love and appreciate you all we do not take it for granted that you take out time from all of your busy schedules to tune in and listen to the podcast uh, we love you all we're praying for you all continue to pray for us And as always, we will see you on the other side. We thank him for his love. We thank him for his love. Yes, child. I'm trying to get the musicians to calm down. Hey! But they know a person when they see one. Hey! But it don't take much. It don't take much. Tell me all the on his goodness. Sink on it, hey! Go back to January the first and now. God has been good. God has been good. That's why I love him. That's why I love him. I'm trying to calm down. That's why I love him. But God has been good to me. To me, to me, to me, to me, to me, to me, I tell you go outside of your house, look out of your house, look at your neighbor and say he's been good to me. He's been good to me. He's been good to me. He's been good, he's been good. Woo! I feel the glory of God. Hey, even in the pandemic, I hear God's hand up. Through the rest of this year, He's about to bless you. He's about to bless you. He's about to bless you. He's about to bless you.
redeemed for your parents. God wants to save. God wants to heal. God wants to deliver. God wants to restore. 